Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome to The Witcher Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and this is the show that covers everything having to do with The Witcher universes now, maybe, because we have some differences between the books, the games, and the Netflix show, and we're back again to talk about some of our impressions for season two with our patrons and so far we have one patron with us and i've got toasty as usual my wonderful co-host toasty with some new lighting going on in his room yes i got i got new lighting my wife bought me fancy bulbs for christmas so fancy bulbs gotta put them to work that feels like a joke i could make about your wife's fancy bulbs but i'm not going to do that and uh Um, we please (laughs) also have ben ben of tamaria joining us Ben, welcome back. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. We dude. leave jokes like that to Genesis. Yes. <laughs> okay? That's yeah. Genesis's job. That's Genesis's job. To make um, jokes about my wife's bulbs. About your wife's bulbs. <laughs> Can't wait for that audio clip to get out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, um, yeah, but we have some other patrons, of course, uh, that are supporters of the show and they might be dropping in as they can it's still very close to the holidays this is the 27th as we record this on monday night and who knows maybe they'll be dropping in as we continue our conversation tonight but being as it is the end of december this is our patron episode and we decided that we would recap our impressions our feelings about season two of the netflix show with our patrons and this is mostly an opportunity to dig into our patrons feelings. So Ben right now, and and we're going to dig into Ben's feelings and Toasty and I will share some of our thoughts, but of course we're going to get more and more into our impressions as we get through each of the episodes and continue that section of, of our show. So this is mostly to focus on Ben and get Ben's thoughts on this kind of thing and kind of, you know, throw some questions out there and kind of bounce some ideas back and forth about that. But um, we would uh, also, love to hear you some of your thoughts on the season and i know that there has been some uh, talk about this on the internet imagine that there's a lot of a lot of different Talking people oh, having yeah. opinions about this you know there's it, people this, with opinions on the internet amazing what? amazing that's crazy yeah so wait so, there's so, an internet <laughs> <laughs> what what? Yeah, we're we're on the path too much. We don't we don't pay attention to the internet. Yeah, yeah, we're too busy fighting monsters. But uh, that's actually not true. Um, and real quick, one of the things that came up during the pre-show while we're sitting here getting everything prepped and talking with some of the people who hang out during the live show was uh, Toasty made a comment that he has long hair and wouldn't it be funny if he were to dye his hair white and go full Geralt of Rivia and then that evolved into wouldn't that be cool if we had a stretch goal for the Patreon so we made it a thing we have a new stretch goal for the Patreon if we hit $250 on the Patreon Toasty we'll go full Geralt of Rivia he will be dyeing his hair white and shaving off his facial hair and I Toasty I think I might not be able to distinguish you and Henry Cavill I think maybe the two of you are identical so I mean I it they my my ass isn't as nice as Henry Cavill's ass but uh, you know other than that I can see that we're very similar yeah. uh, as, as far as appearance goes so um I think he might do a few more squats than you do 
Probably. Probably. Um, he could probably squat three of me. <laughs> to, be, <laughs> probably. <laughs> to be honest with myself. <laughs> yes. So why don't we get into this? I, there has been some falling out among the... Um, Mm, gatekeeper super fans let's just call them that the people who uh and why don't i why don't i frame it this way because i think that we probably have to set some uh let's, let's just frame everything up a little bit this happens in every fandom there are the people who say the book is the source the book is right everything else is wrong if you take the book as the source and you turn it into any other media and it differs in any way it is always wrong right there's that far far extreme and then there's the spectrum that moves out from that extreme right there's the spectrum that kind of moves a little bit in and says the book is the source and as long as it is spiritually similar enough to the book then that's fine and then there's people who move out from that and go well the book is the source and as long as it's still pretty good and entertaining, then that's fine. And then there's people who are just like, I just want to enjoy the show. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if it matches the book or not. Right. And then there's the whole other side that's just like, I never even knew there was a book. What's a Witcher? I just yeah, like there's... I just like hunky guys that fight monsters. Right. And yeah. like you have everybody in between. Right. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. and the, the far left side is is very upset because season two has taken a lot of a lot of uh, freedoms with the story and we it's this wasn't a surprise to us because we saw some of those freedoms being taken to season one and Tosi and I talked about it this is like and even in the um nightmare the, of the wolf nightmare of the wolf we made a lot of comments about like this is now the Netflix um it's just like Marvel doing with the, the movies this is the Netflix version of the world this is the Netflix That's version why of the we've Witcher, been right? using the phrase on this podcast the Witcher cinematic universe that's right. what this is and has become at this point right right the media <laughs> differs from the original source of media right a so, lot of the time guys <laughs> right and, and if you haven't been able to tell yet like Tosi and I are, are kind of in the middle. We're we're in the as long as it's connected spiritually enough to the original source, but still gives us a, a good story. I'm you know I'm generally excited to have like, hey, this is an interesting story, and maybe they take the characters in a slightly different direction. But as long as it's still connected enough to the original source. Now, here's my question, Ben: Where do you fit on this spectrum? Uh, I would say probably in the I would say definitely in the middle with all everybody with you guys. Um, it's just the same thing like you said with marvel i love marvel comics mm -hmm. there's over a thousand different versions of spider-man for crying out loud right i mean right as long as everything yes they all have their own unique twists they have their own unique stories but they all have very common grounds and still stay true to the original character right um right i mean season two i loved it i love season two yeah I, i've read all the books yes it diverged from it from actually quite a bit of, from time to time but that's how you have to make a show you have to keep it entertaining for everybody because i mean spoilers for the books blood of elves there's a lot of politics <laughs> like yes. a lot of politics and blood of elves the witcher books are very wordy yeah and, and i'm not saying that yeah. in the sense of like the book it's a book so there's words in it i'm meaning like they talk 
a lot. There's like, a lot of dialogue about a lot of different things. Not much action. And <laughs> so, a lot of the dialogue doesn't even need to be in the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean, when you're making a show, you have to keep it interesting for the audience. I mean, yeah, they added a lot more monsters in this season. Um, they have to diverge from it to make it interesting for just the average watcher who's, I mean, not a Witcher fan or who never read the books or the games. So, right, right. I think it did perfectly well. I, I loved it. So what, what you're saying is if they had stayed too true to the books, then we would have gotten a show that was much more like, say, Star Trek The Next Generation than... More than um, likely, <laughs> than than a more modern, like actual, like action focused adventure kind of series. Because, and, and to anybody who hasn't watched Star Trek: The Next Generation, that show was very heady. There was mm-hmm. it was very light on action. It was very rare that like the team actually like went down to the surface and actually fought any enemies. It was all about dialogue and Mm -hmm. contemplating the you know what was going to happen if we if we took these actions and lots of conversation like star trek was the next generation was true to the science fiction like genre Mm -hmm. to where like blood of elves i mean where and what you're in general in the books is very true to the fantasy tropes like there's a lot of words there's like very wordy but i mean you can't do that in a show because then people just won't watch it it's it's very true to like a political uh it, what's the right word for this there's a there's a lot of political intrigue there's a mm-hmm. lot of character development there's mm-hmm. a lot of interplay between the, the characters and you know like what's what's dixtra doing behind the scenes and yeah. what is this person doing and who how are they connected to this person how are they connected to this person and um almost on a level of like the behind the scenes game of thrones type of stuff would you agree with that? Because I, I yeah. at, at one point during the season, I leaned over to my wife and I was like, this is like, I think this is filling a gap that um, Game of Thrones, the people who liked Game of Thrones have been missing since Game of Thrones kind of went, but it's like mm-hmm. a Game of Thrones light kind of thing because yeah. they're not, mm-hmm. they're not focusing on the density it's there, it's underneath the surface, but they're not focusing <laughs> on the density of the political intrigue to the level that Game of Thrones did. I mean, Witcher was never really about the whole political scene anyway. It's about Geralt, Yen, and Siri. Right, and that's and that's what they've done is they're spending less time on the, on all that the and politics underneath them. it. They're they're mm-hmm. they're kind of nodding to it, like we're you know it, with with the the reveals of like oh yeah. these are the characters moving this stuff underneath, but they mm-hmm. but like like you're saying they they're focusing more on. Who is Siri? What is actually going on? Why does Geralt care so much? Why does Yen care so much? Like, what is, like, why does this actually matter for the fate of the world? What does her blood have to do with it? Like, that's the stuff that they're trying to focus in on because they know that's the stuff that's going to keep the audience coming back. Oh, yeah. And then when I was watching season two, I was watching it with my dad, who's never read the books, never played a video game, probably in his life, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like him like just asking me generally questions like what's this about who is this who is that like him get, just getting interested enough even though he doesn't know anything about the source material is they're doing something right yeah with the show yeah so if you think that they had stuck directly to the original source material what do you think the season would have been like um a lot more not as less a lot less actiony honestly um 
probably dealing with if i remember correctly i think there was like i think it was like at least two chapters of them of just the kings and queens of all the different kingdoms like tamara redania lyria rivia like on a like a room and having a conference yeah like 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 one or two chapters like the like the scene at elrond's in in lord of the rings right that that is like the longest chapter in the book right yeah and I, i don't think they would really progress well enough with the audience um to keep people like engaged with the show if they kept it with the books i mean and like and i like i saw your tweet about it and i commented on it like nothing gets translated from book directly from book to show like one for one things are going to change mm-hmm. and it has to change because it's a completely different media that they have to keep it a, a broader they have a much broader audience that they deal with so they have to right. change it up to you know keep it fun right i would also i would also say that um uh, switch in bed says if I sign up on patreon right now can I join the chat yes yeah go for it you can absolutely yeah you're welcome to um, <laughs> she just wants to jump right in Amazing. Um, yes do it yeah go for it uh, the link is in the patreon chat so you know you know where it is and you're welcome to just jump right in um, so what was I gonna say uh, the the way you ingest media is different according to the media as well so <laughs> and it also has to do with the the means by which you are consuming that media when you sit down to read a book you are sitting down to consume media in a very relaxed manner and you're sitting down to consume it in um, in in a time where you are ready to be relaxed and sit for, whatever period of time you want in that in that moment whether that's 30 minutes before you fall asleep or it's on a sunday afternoon and you just want to read for four hours or it's on a plane flight you know like when you're sitting down to read a book it is at your convenience when you're sitting down to watch an episode of a of a show you are sitting down and you are committing to whatever amount of time is in that episode it is, it is it is for a bulk of time and for a specific amount. It is rare that you would sit down and say, I'm only going to watch half of this episode right now, right? Like, we don't do that. Usually we don't commit to sitting down and turning on an episode unless we can complete at least one episode, right? No, that's impossible in this age. Anyway, we just binge everything. <laughs> right, right. And so if you are going to binge things, then usually you will binge X number of episodes, but you will get to the end of an episode and then you will stop. And then like we 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 consume things in a certain method is my point. And when we are watching things with our, with our eyes and our ears, we are engaged in a way that we're, um, is different than when we are reading words. Um, and when we're reading words, we're engaged with our imaginations We're we're engaged in our minds in a different way than when we're watching with our eyes and our ears. And media has also evolved differently than books have books. It's a much slower, relaxed process when we're watching when we're watching a show we want to be engaged very quickly um this is the difference between watching an action movie from today and watching an action movie from 30 years ago Mm -hmm. this like the it's rare to have a scene where there's not a cut in less than two seconds like there's just everything is fast. Everything is fast. Things move quickly. People talk quickly. And when a scene draws out more slowly, it does so on purpose. Like all of that is intentional. 
And to, to take that and to draw it out and change the tone of that to make it more like a book doesn't work. Like you mm -hmm. lose an audience. It, it It's very difficult to do. Well, and with the book, you have like, you know, most novels are typically, you know, three to 500 pages where, you know, a script for an episode is what, maybe 50, depending on what's going on oh, in the episode. Or, yeah, or less. For like, yeah. And you have like only 40 to an hour, like film time compared right. to like a book. Right. You also have, you have to convey a lot more in a lot less space in, mm -hmm. in, you have to use, um, Line, dialogue and lines that conveys more information in less in less space. You have you have images and sounds that conveys information. Um, so, for example, you have the sound of. Um, so, for example, in like a, a moment where like the the leshy attacks, you have the creaking sounds, and then you have off off screen you have the of like the you know the branches or something, and like mm -hmm. we know oh the monsters here. And th before even the characters know, and that is conveyed without necessarily dialogue, right? Hey, Jen's here. Hello. So all of these things are conveyed in more ways than just in words. But in a book, things have to be conveyed in words. And mm. it, it's it's a slow, more gradual process. The, the speed is slower. So all of that changes. Um, and my point is that it's just the information is delivered at a different pace. Everything is different. Welcome. Thanks for Hello. thanks for signing up. Absolutely. I am here to support Toasty going white haired <laughs> oh and baby God. face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, We're going to get I honestly make, hope I'll so. just make 10. I'll just make 10 accounts. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how many accounts you make. It's, much, it's, it's a money goal. <laughs> oh, oh, you think I can't? <laughs> oh, you can just you can by the way on patreon you can you can pledge to a tier but then you can also just choose to pay more money if you want mm -hmm. so you can just you can just ben, hit that goal ben's tonight just gonna choose a month to. of being the god tier that's what ben's gonna <laughs> that's, do that's all it gonna like, i commit to god tier for one month this is it. i'm just paying for your hair dye here you go yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um Jen, so what do you think so far? What do you think about this whole like we're talking about this spectrum, like the fan spectrum and, mm -hmm. you know, from the, the left, let's just call it the let's call it the right side. The right side is like, hey, if it's not exactly like the original source material, then it's just wrong. And then there's gradients over. Right. And in the middle is like, as long as it's pretty accurate, but still entertaining, it's, it's fine. And then the left side is like, I don't know, just I just want swords and fighting. Entertain me. Like, <laughs> I am absolutely in the tier of I like a series to be based off of the source material. I don't need to follow it exactly. I've already read the books. I know what happens in the books. Mm -hmm. I've already played the games. I already know what happened in the games. Show me something that maybe could be interpreted differently or show it to me in a light that I didn't think of. Because if I'm watching a direct book to scene adaptation, I don't think I'd enjoy it as much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, what do you think about the fact that even, even though we have all of the words in the books, that even that takes the lens of the reader creating it into something else that you're never going to get an objective one-to-one -one anyway. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it's possible to get an objective one-to-one? -one? Like you still have to translate it through somebody's brain. Like you're still going to get, 
an interpretation. Do you think it's yeah. even possible to get an objective? Like, no, I don't think that you can go exactly one to one. The only time that I could think of is that somebody did a movie remake of another movie and it was a complete frame by frame remake. And mm -hmm. it's like, why would I even want to watch this? I watched the original and now you're just new actors in the movie, new, not even new scenes, new anything. Trying to act like the original actors. Like, mm -hmm. but even that would be them interpreting the acting of the original actors and doing it themselves. Like, it's still going to be different. Like everything has to be translated. Like this is one of those concepts of philosophy is that everything is seen through a lens. Like we all like inadvertently, like this is like, we just see things through a lens. We're all, everybody, we, we all like, like if I say, if I say a statement to you, you're going to color that through your understanding of me, through what you think my intentions are, through your positive or negative feelings about me. Any of those things are going to color your interpretation of the thing I say. Mm -hmm. So if you read a line in a book and a character says that line, your interpretation of that line and what that character says will be your interpretation of that line. And it may Absolutely. not be what the author meant, but it doesn't necessarily matter because that's how you experience that book. Now, whose job is it to take that interpretation of the book and translate that to the show? Well, it's the showrunner and the writer's jobs, right? But if your interpretation is different than their interpretation, that doesn't mean they're wrong. That just means that you had a different interpretation, mm -hmm. right? But like, <laughs> you know, like now there are th definitely things that can be factually different, right? And those are, those are like, did they go to this location at this point in time? Yes or no. Those are factually different things, but th there are definitely gradients in, in, in this. I don't know. I think that there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of gray. And I, I, I think some people are going to say, yeah, but Tom, this thing happened in the book and it never did happen in the, in the other story or this thing happened in the story and it never did happen in the book. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, is like, like you, even if you were to get all of the factual things the same, you would still have variations of interpretation for the non-factual stuff. No, I want it exactly book by book. Yeah, right. No, right. God. <laughs> No, we're on a, for a long ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not want that. Oh, no. So, okay. So next question. Next question. What things, let's, let's start with some positive. What things did you enjoy the most about the season or so far, if you haven't finished the season yet? Mm. Honestly, I liked the diversion from the books i really did because it kept me on my toes mm -hmm. um it's kind of exciting to not know what's going to happen next exactly like i like they started doing all these twists it's like oh my god this is in the books now like i don't know what's going to happen now like oh my god um and i did like like the first episode i know you guys already went over it like the grain of truth it is obviously completely different from the one and was a grand truth was in what sort of destiny Yes. All right. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. And yeah, which obviously Siri wasn't in there. She wasn't even born yet. And yeah. then I was honestly mostly shocked that they actually did the truth bomb at the end. And then Geralt kind of like, eh, no, screw yourself. And then like leaves. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's a better ending than the one in the book. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, I, I really liked, I really liked the diversion of it and them taking their own twist with it and connecting the anime film uh, to the season. And, you know, we're going to get the prequel the next year with the, you know, new anime season or new anime movie. Whenever that drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked in, in that first episode, um, the fact that Siri was there and the monster came out and spoke to her. Cause I was like, what's going to happen? Like, I, I don't know. Cause this doesn't happen in the books. Like what does she want with her? By the way, the, the, uh, the fun fact with the season, the first episode with the Bruxa, you know how the, like she draw her jaw, just like open. That's all practical effect. Yeah. Yeah. None of it. CGI. It was all practical. So it was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And like Neville and he was all practical too. And I was like, yeah, they got a bigger budget. This is going to go good. <laughs> yeah. That, that was cool. That was cool. What about you, Jen? I like that. I get to hear Geralt talk more. <laughs> I mean, that voice, <laughs> the, the, the scruffy voice, the, the scruffy voice. I just one. liked more emotion, Geralt. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The look and his face when to told him about Yen. My I was like, Oh my God. But like, I was like, what? <laughs> his acting was so much higher standard than season one. Oh my God. Well, he had, he had to, he had more range like by, nature of the role and what happens in the in the episodes like in season one he was gruff dude doing gruff stuff trying not to care about things in this season he had to be daddy Geralt and he felt like the girl that he really cared about was dead you know and then found out there was more to it than that so yeah like <laughs> yeah he got to he I got to do more stuff I think that visually it looks more witcher to me I don't know. What what do you mean by that? Like specifically? Hair, makeup, wardrobe, redesigns, things like that, that it looks more mm-hmm. like my Geralt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about um Siri and Yennefer and their wardrobes and their hair? And and Triss. Because those all those all change too. Mm-hmm. Did you notice um, the changes? I'm gonna be honest. I kind of jumped on tonight. Just because I wanted to support the Geraltness of Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome. So, so, so I, I can preface this with some some info if this will help trigger some some thoughts on it. Um, so uh, Tom, I'm trying to say I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, you've watched any of it. You haven't watched any oh, of it. Oh no. Okay, oh, I'm man. currently reading an article on Forbes to see what people are saying about it. Watch the trailer. Oh, you've watched gosh. the trailer. No. You've seen the trailer. You've seen well, the trailers. I, I, I <laughs> What about in chat says that they like that Siri has eyebrows. <laughs> she has eyebrows now. Yes, yes. Um, so like the hairstyles, <laughs> the hairstyles, and some of the clothing were actually for the women were actually inspired more by the games this season. Did you notice mm-hmm. that? Definitely with Triss too. Yeah, with Triss, especially her like her hair color. Series like, hair, it to more of a red. Series hair, the way the way it comes down on the sides and is braided and, and falls back, looks more and like Siri from the it, game. Is it just me, or did they make her hair more ashen this season? Maybe. If it looked, yeah. To me, it looked like a lot lighter, much more white than like first season one to me. Season one, she was like more of a blonde. It's like okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then the season, she's like, oh, ashen hair. That actually looks like ashen hair. I oh. think it was just because 
like yeah her hair was a bit was darker it definitely looked darker mm-hmm. but it also most of the season she was running around with mud in her hair so that's true that's true yeah she did have like a whole like what three episodes of just like mud hair girl <laughs> like, yeah yeah more than three episodes <laughs> yeah maybe more than that yeah 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 all right well cool hey tell you what we're gonna thank our patrons we're gonna give jen a little bit more time to research <laughs> we'll be right back very well let us get this over with something has infested my vineyard mm-hmm. great let me go prepare my something oil then here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons and our new patrons, including Genesis, who obviously just really wants Toasty to dye his hair and turn into Geralt of Ruria. Um, but we also have some other new patrons to thank. Uh, Kimberly P., Jared M., welcome to the Patreon. Thank you for signing up. And thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are the best. And um, to all of our new listeners, we've had a... I mean, season two has brought a lot of new listeners to the show. So if you are a brand new listener, thank you for for tuning in. We've had like 140 percent increase of listeners recently. So we're glad you guys are here. Thank you for for tuning in and um, to all 13 of our patrons now. So thank you for being here. And just a reminder, if we hit two hundred fifty dollars on the Patreon, Toasty turns Geralt of Rivia on us, which is exciting so um so yeah so if we've done anything to help you with your commute to work or your workout or your getting through your work day or any of that stuff or just you know trying to get your extended family out of your house if you've been listening to podcasts while doing that for some reason then go to patreon.com slash witcher lorecast and check out all the different tiers for ad free episodes and even joining us on a future episode of the show and we've got some reviews uh new listeners also has come with some new reviews that we have to shout out so thank you to our our listeners who have taken the time to drop us some reviews on Apple Podcasts. Also, side note, pa- uh, <laughs> not Patreon, um, Spotify has the ability to drop reviews now as well, or at least drop some stars in. You can't actually write reviews, but you can you can review with some stars. So if you'd like to leave us a five star review on Spotify because you listen on there, please scroll to the top of the little the list of all the episodes and you'll see underneath the name of the show there's a little section with a place where you can leave a review and drop us a five-star review we'd really appreciate it so let's get through these real quick uh this one comes from evan 72 in the united states who writes it's onion uh five stars very in-depth when it comes to certain aspects especially when recapping the episodes from the netflix series they jumpstart my brain into remember remembering the scenes like i just watched them so thank you evan then we also have coup one two three four five six seven eight nine from great britain who writes a great podcast for all fans of the witcher five stars this is a great podcast for any newbie fan of the witcher the episode reviews are really good but i have also listened to a few of the more specific ones which are very informative i'm going to start reading one of the books i'm interested to see how they differ from the tv show i also get the impression that the community would be welcoming to newbies yes the community is awesome by the way we'd love to have you join us on the discord and come chat with us about anything about the witcher we'd love to have you join us but i'm still a bit confused about what the conjunction actually is any information on that would be great um yeah maybe we should listen to our first episode (laughs) yeah we talk about it on the first episode but it is it is a it is a kind of a a kind of mind mind mind-boggling thing so maybe we'll get into a little bit more of the whole like wacky weird stuff in in the Witcher world once we get through all these episodes. Um, but thank you, Ku. We appreciate that as well. And then we also have one from Canada. This one says, uh, this one is from this nickname is taken. Try again. 79 who writes wonderful 
Five stars. Great show. Informative for newbies to the universe like me. So thanks for making this pod. Smiley face. So thank you. This nickname is taken. Try again. All right. Let's move on with the rest of the show. And thank you again to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. All right, guys, we're back. So, any other thoughts on things you really love about this season? Any changes to the formula? Or, um, I know that there was a lot more money thrown behind the season you can tell oh in, yeah you can tell in the effects you can tell in the the scenes that you know the scenery the um uh some of the fight scenes are just beautifully beautifully shot um so, the casting is like some of the cast they bring back from season one even just for like a one-off episode you know like i was kind of sad we only got one episode where she actually showed her face. Uh, I, well, it's Ooh. no, we all know her from the games, Philippa. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I was kind of sad she was really only in one episode. And I was like, oh, come on. Can like at least show her a little bit? Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, she was she's in, in multiple she, episodes. Yeah, she's in oh. multiple episodes, but she's just an owl. You know, yeah, she's in her owl form. <laughs> so, like, my dad's like watching it with me. He's like, why is that guy just talking to an owl? It's like, just wait, just watch the episodes. Yeah. Get it eventually. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's very satisfying to have knowledge of things and just look at yeah. it and be like, well, I know who that is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I about, wish, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. I was shocked though with like, uh, like when they get to the keep, how many of them there were and i was like wait a minute what yeah none of you were here yeah with Vesemir's like yeah there's like 20 witchers yeah, yeah. And i'm like, it's like wait, what <laughs> whoa all right 20 like at the end of the movie there was only four <laughs> plus Vesemir. so i think it's like what <laughs> i think what they've done with this is just like kind of my theory you should kind of make it a bit easier as far as like with the audience goes and things is that they have consolidated the entirety of all witchers into the wolf school and that's it yes i feel that's like fair. that's all yeah, okay. they've done right uh I because as we know uh, cohen is a griffin school witcher true not but he's a wolf. He has the wolf medallion. That's why I was like thrown off for the longest time when we were doing like that trailer breakdown. Cause I thought that that was someone else. And I was like, well, Oh, that actually is Cohen. Um, and he has a wolf medallion. So he's just one of the wolf school, which is so. Yeah. I don't know. If, honestly, like going forward, I don't know if they'll even talk about the other schools at this point. I I'm don't, sure they will. I but... don't think they will. I don't think for this, for this show, they will. I don't think I I think maybe in future shows they will in order to expand the universe a bit. But for for the simplicity of this narrative, witchers are from the wolf school and this is that's it. Um, And it's it's again for simplicity of narrative. It's it's not it's they don't want to come. They don't want the complexity to get too crazy. Um, That's fair. You know, like if you are if you are a sorcerer then you are part of the brotherhood of sorcerers right now that's it 
And if you're not part of the Brotherhood of Sorcerers, then you're either an elf, maybe there's not many of those. Or you, or you're a rogue sorcerer. <laughs> like that's like they're they're keeping the lines very separated, right? And and I think Toasty, I think you're right. Basically, if you are a witcher, then you are part of this school of witchers, and that's it. And this school of witchers no longer can make witchers, and that was everybody who can make witchers was part of this school, and they got attacked, and they lost the ability to do it. Story's that simple. That's it, and that that raises the stakes. That way, there's no conflict in information about like, well, what about this school of witchers? Are they making witchers or what about this school of witchers? What about them? You know, there's, there's just not that complexity in that, uh, for this mm-hmm. series. And, and I think that keeps it simpler for people because, oh, yeah. you know, because the main focus of the show isn't like, oh, well, what if, what if Geralt is out in the, you know, on the path and comes across this other witcher? Like, that's not the point of the show. The point of the show is focused in on these three characters and what what is the relation to series specifically and where is her story going mm-hmm. and is are the wrong people are going to get a hold of her and is it going to destroy the world or are Geralt and Yennefer going to end up doing what they need to do with her in order to keep the world from ending for whatever when whatever that means and 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 this season also opens up and shows us, oh, by the way, there's more to monsters than just monsters. There's also like freaking scary demons and things from the other spheres out there that are way more dangerous and powerful than anything we've seen before. Hold out of your butts. You know, I like, was honestly kind of shocked that they showed that. Yeah, but that's I was not expecting that. And I was like, oh. Okay, they're going. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and and but that's where they're going. They're, they're they're showing us that like, like the you know the sorcerers and the mages and things like that. That like yes, there are powerful people in our world, but there are even more dangerous things out there, and that's why Siri is so important. And now we we know, and we know how important it is that you know like if destiny is a thing, that Geralt and Yen better hold on to following through with their destiny because it seems like it's an important thing. And there's a whole lot of people out there that are looking to mess that up <laughs> for their own, for their own gains. And that might really screw everybody. And that that's the focus. Like that's it. And if we get too caught up in like, well, what about the bear school? You know, that's like, that's not the point of this, of this narrative. And I think that's what they're trying to, they're trying to keep that on track. Because it, and I think they've learned from shows like Game of Thrones. Because if you throw too many of these side narratives in, you can't ever, you can't ever tie those strings up. You know, because like if if you threw in like, oh, this other Witcher from this other school shows up, and la 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 la, and then you tie up the main narrative, we're going to end up with a bunch of people, what five years from now, who go, well, whatever happened to that guy? They never tied up the narrative. What that that wasn't important. Why did they introduce that side plot? Because it's a side quest. That's why. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's um, smart on some level because they can introduce those side quests in a future series if they wanted to. I yeah. just wanted to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say side missions are side missions because I can sit and play Witcher for 80 hours. But if I, I don't want to watch 80 hours of a TV series. 
Yeah, while still yeah. trying to get to the end of the main story. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, get, get me to the end of the main story. And then when they announce, like, the second Witcher series or the third Witcher series, and now I'm, now I'm on to that second mission, like that side mission, because all of a sudden they introduce, like, oh, we're going back in time and we're going to talk about the school of the cat. Okay, now I'm on now I'm on board for a side mission. Like, tell me about the school of the cat. That sounds cool, you know. That, that reminded me of uh, a meme I saw whenever uh, this first came out. When series like, what about Skellig? I got people there, and he's like, nah, too many oh, side quests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, and I would just like to get some because uh, we had we actually have another patron in here with us, uh, but I think there's like some mic issues maybe going on. Uh, but Bane said. That they like the sword play, and that they can tell that there's actual German German style sword techniques with series drilling and with the fight scenes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not an expert in sword play by any means. So that yeah, that is that is really cool. Um, yeah, glad you could then, join us too. By the way, I'm going to try and yeah. put that chat on screen. There we go, so we can <laughs> see it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry you're having mic issues. We're having some. Uh, some technology problems with that. Um, but yeah, feel free to feel free to post stuff in there and we'll, we'll try to read it out. Um, so what else, wh- anything else that really stood out? Like what about the other witchers? Did you, did you like how they handled the other witchers? Did you feel like that was, that was okay? Like I, I one of the big sticking points was, um, Eskel. Yeah, that was my only stickler, honestly, with all the witchers was Eskel and how he was kind of, you know, a complete a-hole the entire time. Yeah, I mean, he does show show kind of wounded. Like he's just kind of wounded and pissed off, and he's just kind of like, yeah, Eskel Lambert, and I was very yeah, yeah, you did. (laughs) It reminds me when um in Witcher Three when Geralt and Lambert go and um recharge Yennefer's box thing at the thing of elementals where they encounter the rock trolls there you're taking the boat and Geralt's like i know a poem a school or a lambert lambert what a prick it's <laughs> <That's a, laughs> like, um, <laughs> like that's straight up at school the entire episode and i was like wow yeah <laughs> yeah i don't that was that was very interesting it was a very interesting approach that they went there um which i guess it's good that they portrayed him like that because uh i mean with what happens you kind of want it to happen so <laughs> yeah i felt, I felt like that was a, that was a little bit i don't know i was kind of hoping there was going to be more mm, i don't know some i don't know some resolution for him but there just really wasn't um i also well, also how did you guys feel about vesemir just can't get past that biker mustache, man. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't bother me. I was like, yeah, it's Vesemir. He's going to have a biker mustache. Well, he had like a super leather jacket, too. And it yeah. was like, oh, yeah. this is just helping. Yeah. Ben, you are muted now somehow. I cannot hear you anymore. Uh-oh. Ben, oh, no, I, oh there you, we go. you're back. You're back. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked Vesemir until he wanted to, like, he finds out series like secret and I was like, Oh no, don't, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, no, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's yeah. about it. Bane says everything else was, was fine though. Yeah. Bane says, I felt they made the few witchers that were at Cameron Warren seem incompetent. Like they're expendable for the sake of action sequences. Yeah. I got, I got a sense yeah. of that too. That like, one was pretty rough that I was 
like I kind of understand because they don't want there to be a ton of witchers. I feel like because you know there's not in like the 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 book story. Like we're we're down to like Eskel, Lambert, like Cohen, Vestavir, and Geralt. That's it. And they yeah. needed to show how dangerous some of the monsters were. So they needed to show that like some of those monsters actually are going to kill witchers. It's, like, it's that they weren't though for Geralt at least. Yeah, Geralt, Geralt well, just Geralt is good, but he's not that good. <laughs> That's what they were showing though. They were like, <laughs> no, Geralt's like freaking head and shoulders above the other witchers. Is basically well, especially what they were showing. like they say, oh, these are new variants. We haven't seen these before. Mm-hmm. I was like, he wait, just what? Murders them. And he, he just straight up murders them <laughs> without any like preparations i was like really yeah. but i had i had I'd have fun... at least to, like make an oil <laughs> <laughs> i had a fun fact about one of those witchers by the way like i'm pretty sure he was an easter egg um so so one of the witchers i think i think it was the uh the black guy Gwen, mm-hmm. with a with name. a face like kind of melted up yeah of, yeah yeah so the well no no i think I thought that was Cohen who had. Oh, the, that was Cohen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. no, there was there was like another guy. I don't think he said yeah, a know, single word the about. entire time. Yeah. Um, but his name was Gwen. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they're not going to go into this at all with how much they differentiated. But in in the books, so big spoiler for the books for anyone that hasn't read them. Sorry. Um, Siri ends up teleporting into Camelot. And meeting <laughs> Sir Gwen of the Round Table, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure they're not going to touch that at all. Mm-mm. Probably, probably for not. like you know, I don't know like if there's the last copyright season, issues maybe? around there, but or um, or, or yeah. the audience is just uh, going to go, point. "What? The, this is cheesy. Why would they yeah, do this? Right. yeah? They're going to no, think that like the showrunners made that up. No, yeah. that's like a legit thing. I'm pretty sure that's just a nod to Sir Gawain that mm-hmm. she's probably never going to meet. So right. they're like, we're going to, we're just going to take him and we'll, we'll make him a witcher. He'll be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. There's so many Easter eggs though. Oh my gosh. Oh, did yeah. you guys, did you guys catch the, the wolf medallion yep. on the tree? Yeah. 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 The one that looks like the game. Yeah. 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 Dude, behind your shoulder. Yeah, the one shoulder. behind my shoulder. Yep, the the, the front facing <laughs> this, this one rather one. than the side facing <laughs> ones that they they wear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in there. Um, yeah. Uh, um, Geralt's mentioned in the first episode where he's like, uh, when Siri wakes up from her nightmare, he's like, "Oh, I don't sleep either." That friendly rock troll. Like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that could be so many different references from the game." I I was <laughs> imagining the one in the fort. Let's just sing yes. songs because that dude was so right outside of uh Oxenfurt where you had yeah. to like make paint the birdie. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I thought of immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh, that dude's so good. Yeah, um, troll the trolls are the best. I mean, I've been playing Gwent, I got back into playing Gwent, and oh my god, um, the game's so good. Name? The, the troll is the uh, one who like sells you stuff in the shop, uh, Stur or Sturst the Ness, yeah, a Strug, uh, Strug or something, maybe something. I, I forget i forget but uh he's he's the one who sells you the the crates with all the cars in them and then whenever you open the crates he, he says goods for you or like uh you know troll and troll and human friend or whatever i don't know he just says stuff and then he squishes the the barrel and the cards all come out i, I just love that your voices blend together because that's your super mutant voice too yeah it's, so. i mean they're basically the same voice <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all the same were you gonna say something genesis i, I know you 
No. Okay. Oh, no, I did unmute because it was like the troll missions were some of my favorites. It, they're just cute and fun to talk to unless you have to fight them. And yeah. then it's not so much fun. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's very few where you actually are made to kill rock trolls. Um, I'm pretty sure that you can fight them all. You can, yeah, you yeah. can choose to. You but can, why but why would you? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you just want to run around and kill everything because you haven't done it yet. Because murder hobo. And it's your, like, if yeah, it's your, like, fair. fifth playthrough and you already know what happens when you talk to him, why not go back and kill him instead? Just yeah, but I girl. already know what happens in the Yennefer romance, but do I ever pick Triss? No, I don't. I still pick <laughs> Yennefer every time. Okay, but romance no is one thing. Combat <laughs> is another. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. I don't know. I just don't want to kill the fluffy rock trolls. They're too, they're too cute. No, the painting one, I don't think I've ever killed because he is adorable. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Triss is just cool doing too. His job. I, I can't get mad at people for picking Triss. I mean, I still pick Yen, but. I can. I'll Triss get mad for cool. everyone else. Triss is cool. She's cool. There's nothing wrong with Triss. I think I like her better in the show because <laughs> Geralt straight rejected her ass. <laughs> I played the fifth. True. <laughs> I, was, I think I like Triss's unlock outfit in Witcher 3 more than I like Yennefer's unlocked outfit in uh, Witcher 3. I don't think I like either of them, to be honest. Like I like their like the, green dress. The alter- you don't like Oh, that? God. Yeah. It's too much for it the rest of it. It's like, yeah, that's cool at the ball, but you're not going to be walking around in the rat infested sewers in that green dress. Sorry. <laughs> I agree. If I had that dress in that body, I would. I mean, she is. She's. She can just magic it clean if she wants. That's true. Press to digitation. Yeah, she can just be like, clean again. Mm. She's enough. a powerful sorceress. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So back to the show. Back to the show. What? What <laughs> things? What things would you have changed? <laughs> what things would you have made different? Oh, what are you laughing about? Sorry, it's just the chat. The uh, things. I don't have the legs for Triss's dress. I don't have the legs for Triss's dress. Yeah, well, I don't either. Leshy, lesh. Okay. Oh yeah, like the the whole roundup when it's like, oh hey, here's the actual lesson, and then yeah, that was like really that that's terrible. I thought about it for a second. I thought about it for a second, and we already saw basically the Leshy fight. True, true, we and did. If we had just watched a second Leshy fight, I think we would have been bored. So that's fair. Like that's fair. After it happened, I was like, oh, and then I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh yeah, we would have just seen like the same thing happen again in another episode. I was like, that makes sense. It makes sense that they shortcut that. Again. I feel like I wanted more intense Geralt monster fights. Like true. we got we got Verena, which was cool, but like then Geralt proceeds to one shot every other monster in the entire season which was sad uh, i was like mm-hmm. oh man <laughs> he shouldn't be this overpowered yet you know you I, have to get to like level 50 and <laughs> before you get that power <laughs> yeah yeah um bane says maybe it's the fact that we have a preconceived notion of what the the lesher was based on based on witcher 3 you were disappointed with the design the the full flesh eh. i like the full fledged design i like the way it's like yeah, face look i, I like the design cool. i like the it was different the, though. You're right. Uh, it was different. 
like the mix between what they did in the anime with the game. You can tell they took aspects of both and made mm-hmm. their own version. And, but they also did say it's a different. It was a different it, variant. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly. a standard question. Yeah. So you right. can always like the last episode, the monsters that show up there. They obviously it's not the ones that we are known from Witcher Three, but they specifically say a lot of the monsters that are that are appearing are completely different variants of what they're normally used to seeing. And they are so shape it's a good way too. to like, you know, put so, that into the lore. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, villain behind glass says I really did not like the fight with the flying rock thing. The Chernobog. Uh Chernobog, yeah. Yeah, I mean that thing was like massive and scary looking and then it was like Yeah. It was like dead one now. shot. <laughs> with yeah. no swords either. No. He had a knife. Yeah. One of the big complaints was the that I've read online is Geralt from the book would never have used Siri as bait. Was one of the big sticking points online. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I can see that from the book standpoint. Um, He never subjected her to danger. Do you think that was a a mix of the game? I think it's also that was a moment of him saying. Do you think that was a moment of him saying? you've shown that you are willing to take risks. You've shown that you're brave and you've trained enough at this point that I trust you to be able to handle yourself in this situation. Oh yeah. Just imagine. Cause I mean, my first thought whenever he did that was just thinking back to the Witcher three where, you know, you, mm-hmm. the, everything that he does to try and build her confidence in the thing, like you have to let her handle some of the stuff on her own. Right. And he knew he was there. Like he was, he was, she was never actually in any real danger because he was confident that he was going to take care of it easily. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, you know, giving her the confidence that she needed to to stand up to she, the thing. She's and, a and person her who she drives on her ability to, I don't know, I would say like you could say practice. Like she, she really drives on that notion where I want to do this, let me do it. If I don't, I won't be able to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And uh, uh, the whole theme at this point in the, in the show was fighting your fears, standing up against your fears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a moment for her to practice standing up against her fears. I, I think there's something to be said there too. Um, Bane says, uh, I was disappointed with the design and them teeth. <laughs> yeah. But I don't feel uh, so T-Rex says I I don't feel like in a way uh, he was kind of using her as bait a little bit because he knew it would go after her. I I do feel like he was using her as kind of bait. I cannot type. (laughs) Yeah, I I got what you're saying. I get what you're saying. There was also like a bit of a a mention of the fact that the thing wasn't actually trying to hurt her. Right. Right. Like the thing wasn't intending her harm. Which is entirely possible that Geralt picked up yeah, on that, that was, somehow. Wasn't that right after? It was very, they, it was right very after close they after met. They killed it. So, well, isn't that after the lesson and when she kind of spoke to Geralt after the um, mm-hmm. frightener-looking thing tried to kill her, try to get her? Yeah, the centipede-looking weird thing. Yeah, and yeah. He, yeah. she could tell it's like it wasn't trying to hurt me. Yes. And that's where he's he drove that notion. Oh, we'll use that to our advantage. Right. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, I guess I have a question here, which Genesis, you're not going to be able to answer this question. I'm sorry, but I got to know. Favorite moment from the season? Ooh. Spoiler alert. Yes. Anyone oh. listening? I do have one. Oh, okay. 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 Cool. Strictly, All right, why don't you go uh, first then? Because I saw the picture of it. Um, <laughs> okay. I am right. extremely happy to see Yen in black and white. That mm. braided black and white outfit is exactly how I picture my Yennefer to be. Mm. So I will say that putting her in the right color clothing is my favorite moment. I wonder which, if they which did that dresses for that specifically. Really. They kind of did, yeah. They put Tristan green and stuff, which is what we're used to seeing her in. So they kind of did that with everyone. Put Siri in her like training outfit, which, which she's which like, she's outfit? really. I need to know. That's the, my the braided one, the one that she went to battle in at, in Sodom. I'll post a picture in the Discord. Oh, okay, cool. Oh okay, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> All right. If cool. it's the one with the shoulders showing up, I don't know. Oh the, yeah, the, the the bathing outfit, the that one. I guess that's the. It's like barely outfit. holding on to her, like that one. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. part yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh gosh, uh, favorite moment. Ooh, I mean, huh? I mean, honestly, my favorite moment of the show, and this is like heavy spoilers, is the probably the last, like, the last scene after the final battle. Yeah, what Bane said in the chat. Mm. Spoilers! Uh, if you don't yeah, want spoilers it, for the final episode, <laughs> stop listening right now. Yes. Like, skip ahead um, like a minute. Totally the wild hunt. Like, that was, like, probably my favorite moment. It's like, oh my god, they're bringing them in, like, this early. Mm-hmm. And I did read an article where they're saying, like, they're basically going to be, like, the Thanos-level threat. Oh, yeah. basically to the witcher universe and it's like oh they're going to do a lot more with them this is going to be awesome and i think they're supposed to be in the prequel series i mean like, we're supposed sense. to see like Aridan, i think was cast already yeah that would the prequel sense. and i was like oh i'm excited yeah, oh, okay so the, the the battle of sodden outfit i think yeah mm-hmm. the one that she it's all dirty oh yeah, yeah, yeah right with the braids and yeah 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 i feel like they did really put everybody in the right co- the right color schemes this season mm-hmm. yeah um toasty what do you what do you think what was your favorite moment it was my favorite moment yeah oh okay i think i think uh bane here i'm assuming this is your favorite moment here oh let's let's ask bane yeah yeah bane, bane yeah bane. i what think bane has posted was the the wild hunt moment or, or i think he was calling out the moment that ben was talking about but oh okay okay confirm it Bane. you can confirm what your favorite moment was as well I just saw hands down that normally hands is. down. Okay. Hands down. Wild hunt is your favorite moment as well. Yeah. I think you're right. You're right. Then Toasty, oh, what do you think? What is your, what is your favorite moment? My favorite moment. Oh man. I think. Cause I really, I still really liked the, the first episode. So this is a really good episode. I think my favorite moment was in the seventh episode, which is really weird. But when Geralt turns his sword on Yennefer, ah, oh, ooh, that okay. was my because that was like one of Total the most unexpected moment. things I was seeing. Like he made the decision of who he cared about more 
mm-hmm. in that moment is he was like, you're, you're putting her at risk here. Ooh. Um, it, that was, that was, that did, that got me. Cause I was not expecting it at all. I, that was probably the most unexpected moment for the season for me. So yeah. just, just yeah. his, just his face saying it's like, she's mine. Just, mm-hmm. Oh, like total. He's, they're really, they're really tugging on like him being the father figure to Siri and Siri acknowledging it like right off the bat. It's like, he's the father I never had. I was like, oh my gosh, right. they're doing it like so quick. They're doing this yeah. great. <laughs> right. And, and you also saw a difference in, in Yen too. Like you, you saw a very, you know, by the end of the season, you saw a very, like for the first time, I think you, you got this sense of like her feeling like she went too far. Her apologizing, genuinely saying like, I'm sorry. Like I, you're right. I did something wrong. I messed up. Like she was, she was apologetic, you know, like that sincerity from her for the first time, for the first time, you know, she, she felt like the world had screwed her over so much and was on such a power trip for so long. And then by the end of the season, she, she finally starts to take a step back and she had, you know, and, and has been weak this entire season like lost her, you know, chaos and all of that. But then even after all of that stuff, finally getting her power back, feeling like she's been screwed over all that time, like steps back and goes and feels and realizes that she totally screwed Geralt over over, and that she totally was going to do something terrible. And that Siri is more important than she realized. And she's got her tail behind between her legs. And she's like, she's like, I messed up. Like she, like she legitimately like is reacting the right way in that situation and she's not too proud to admit it. And I think that that's a, that's a really important thing for her character to go through because mm-hmm. it's, it's this, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's the step in, in her redemption arc, you know, um, every, every character this season was more vulnerable and I've mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. Yeah. And yeah. the acting was perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think all of that stuff was yeah. great. Um, my yeah. favorite, my favorite moment in, so two, I think there are two really good moments that haven't been mentioned yet. One uh, Yaskier's new song about being upset with Geralt uh, is brilliant. Burn, butcher, burn. burn I, I already downloaded the entire soundtrack for season two. I love, I love <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and and, and I also, again, realized how much I like his voice. He's got a great voice. Um, and the fact that he's Which like singing to all his people. so much crap about it, too. And I was oh my like, God. He's, he's a good singer. He's a great he singer. He's got such good range. And that song, he's so passionately upset with Geralt in front of all the audience that has knows nothing about why he's upset. I love it. And then the scene where Fire Dude shows up with all his boys and Geralt doesn't oh, have a weapon wrecks. on him. He doesn't have his armor. And he just disarms all everybody and just wrecks the place is just so good that, that fight that's another good thing i'm really liking there like the use of signs oh yeah the use of the oh, signs yeah. this season he's using he used i think all by uh yurden was the like the no, only he one used he, didn't it. Use. he used he? it against mm-hmm. he used it against the fight against eskel he locked the room oh Yerdin, so they, they, okay yeah, yeah. couldn't escape oh so then he used all five in the season mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was, yeah, the sign usage has been on fire this season. Yes. Literally they, sometimes. They, they were like, uh, here, yeah, your budget's like tripled for this season. Use it. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it, also, it was good. It was here's good. more budget for season three. The way they used Igni was sick. <laughs> like, yes. Like making the blade heat up. Like, oh, that, oh, oh. that was so it's good. It's so smart, though. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, no, it was. Oh, man. <laughs> it's funny, too. My dad straight up was like, wouldn't that like, damage his sword? He's like, nah, dad. Like, his sword has runes on it. It's fine. <laughs> Mm. I think mm. the sword's enchanted. Yeah, yeah. I think the um another part, it's a small moment, I think, but at the end of episode two, when Geralt's like talking to Siri as he's about to start training her, like I I feel like that moment hit really like it really hit home for me just because of like it it really like we've seen him trying to like kind of protect her this whole time like he even tells Novellan, like i'm gonna keep her safe i'm gonna make sure no one harms her and he's made this transition of like maybe i can't do that entirely myself i need to let you learn how to protect yourself too Mm -hmm. and so when he makes that transition and just the the little scene of them doing the sword poses Act, oh yeah it was so beautiful yeah. it was so it was so beautiful yeah. oh god this season was great <laughs> yeah and now we have to wait two years for the next season oh right also hopefully it's not two years hopefully that was a pandemic hopefully it's thing. Not years, small yeah. shout out on the music being like insane I, like i don't the, everything was leveled up this season but the music was oh man crazy Great stuff, guys. Um, well, I think that does it for this episode. We're getting to the end here. Um, Bane, do you have anything else you want to share? I mean, he's, he's talking about the comedic timing of um, Yes Gear, I think. And um, he's typing as quickly as he can to, to chime in with some other stuff. It's up on the screen, too, so people can see it. Um, typing hard. <laughs> typing hard. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to share any last thoughts and, and how people can reach out to you uh, while we while we wrap up some stuff as well. Uh Genesis, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support for, uh, you know, turning Toasty into Geralt. We appreciate that. Appreciate it. And we look forward to having you join us next month as well, if you'd like, and talking more, more Witcher with us. And um, anything you want to share? Anything else you want? You got, I know you got fun stuff going on. I do have some super fun stuff. In fact, a lot of why I was on tonight is that I was like, oh, you know what? I've been doing so much research on the Witcher 1 game recently that I'm thinking about replaying it, seeing if I can find a way to, I know. Got to collect them trading cards. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty girls. That is where my (laughs) research lies in, is in trading cards yep <laughs> if anybody anybody so- who doesn't know the witcher one trading cards are like these like scantily clad women and they're all the ladies that you can go visit in the game sometimes mm-hmm. completely naked women doing sometimes. weird things Some, sometimes. very strange things yeah that game that game was a, a dirty dirty game back back when it came out oh i gotta love 2007 <laughs> <laughs> oh dear it was yes. a great year for video games <laughs> yes so, you want to shout out your podcast yeah. or anything, Genesis? Yeah, talk about I mean, your show. Oh, yeah. No, I am Genesis from Two Girls, One Ship, where we rate, review, discuss, dissect, and analyze all of your favorite video game romances and relationships. 
Mm-hmm. In yeah. full detail. And in full. <laughs> in full deep detail. In full. We do deep dives into all oh, your favorite oh, game romances. Oh, yeah. We uncover all the details. Yeah, there's that little E next to the podcast. That's where it is. <laughs> Every revealing detail. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, yeah, and she's also on the Discord, and you have your own channel, like all the mm-hmm. other, other other shows on the Robots Radio Network. So, yeah, feel free to log in and, and say hi and, and check out her show. Um, Bane says, uh, "Well done this season. Overall, very pleased. Stayed glued to the TV. Love the podcast immensely. Looking forward to more. And I'll fix my mic. Well, yeah. Well, we look forward to having you uh, join us next month." When your mic is fixed and thanks for hey thanks for being here and at least being able to send in some messages and join us that way i'm sorry the mic didn't work um if there's anything else you want to sh- you want to chime in with uh, for any of our patrons any of our tier four lesson patrons or higher um if you were part of the patreon in december and you weren't able to join us on this episode you can always send us a an mp3 and we can tack it onto a future episode to make sure that you get your voice on the show um, so do know that if you didn't, if you weren't able to make it this this week because of, you know, holiday stuff, family stuff, totally get it. You're welcome to do that as well. Ben, you got anything, anything you want to share or shout out? I'm not doing to anything rest- interesting recently because, you know, work in the retail life right now with post holiday. Yay. Getting all those but, good returns. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The returns. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so anybody doesn't know, I work in video game retail. So I get all the fun returns. <laughs> so my grandma yay. bought me this Xbox original Xbox. Can I return like, it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so yeah, you can catch me on the discords, uh, Ben and Tamaria, uh, same as Twitter and Twitch. I'm going to try and get back to Twitch streaming here, hopefully in the next week or two maybe months depending on what's going on but uh yeah that's mean you can catch me on there fun stuff fun stuff awesome dude toasty you got anything cool going on same stuff as usual follow us on twitter which uh which are lorecast i always forget it for some reason um uh i guess a big thank you uh i would like to say for i guess all the all the the traction we've been getting it's kind of insane um it definitely uh since we've only been doing this for since june and i've never done a podcast before uh so tom already knows what this is like but it's it's very new for me uh and exciting and uh so thank you to everyone who's been listening to all the patrons um and then uh you can find me on the discord if you want to chat about season two uh we got a a witcher spoilers channel on there too if you want to uh you know chat about anything in particular spoilery um and then go check out avatar legends journey of the elements where i i play in that live play with uh the fumbling four gang um my my character recently fought an Agni Kai. So for anyone who's <laughs> familiar with Avatar, it's a, uh, yeah, I did something stupid. Um, it was great. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think that's about it. Awesome. I'm pretty sure. Awesome. Yeah. Toasty's live play stuff is always entertaining. So go, go check that out. 
Um, I've been uh, trying to wrap up this year of stuff for the for the uh, network. Got a lot of stuff going. Um, the new website has launched. So if you want to check that out, you can go to robotsradio.net. I've got all all that stuff updated. All the podcasts, all the Rocket Club shows are all on there. And there's a link to the the podcast book, the uh, book for podcasters. So if you want to get into video game podcasting, you don't know where to start. You can always start with that book. It is available for you guys to check out. And um, I've just been focusing on the new streams I've been doing over on the YouTube channel. That is the new focus, but I'm restreaming on everything now. So if you're watching currently, this is streaming on Twitch and YouTube and even on Twitter through the what used to be Periscope. And the idea now is that I will be streaming as many evenings as I possibly can. So the idea is either you can tune in in the evenings for podcasts like Monday nights are this show or on other nights when there isn't a podcast, I'll be playing games. So you guys always know that you can come hang out on twitch.tv slash robots radio or youtube.com slash C slash robots radio. And I'll be playing games or podcasting about something. So it's a place that the community can always hang out. We can always have fun together. And I'm picked up some new games during the, uh, during the sales and stuff. So I'll be trying out some new stuff. So it'll be fun. And hopefully we can actually play some games together. So that's the other thing I want to do. I want to get more people playing games together and us doing that on stream. So that's the idea. So come join us and uh, definitely look into some of the other shows on the network. We've got lots of awesome shows. And if you have any questions about creating content yourself or doing podcasting, I'd love to help you out with that as well. So come join us on the Robots Radio Discord. And that's what we got going on. Until next week, we'll be back and we are going to go piece by piece through the first episode. We gave you the first impressions last week and next week we're going to be dissecting it and talking about some of the very specific differences and some of the specific details in the first episode. And we'll be back with you same time, same place. And until then, Toasty. Stay safe on the path. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. All right. Thanks, everybody. This was super fun. It was. Yes. Speaking of game sales, there's so many game sales right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. Steam, Xbox, PlayStation. Steam still has stuff on sale. I picked up Project Zomboid. You guys seen Project Zomboid? It's like 10 bucks. It's like, it looks like a really dumb game. It's <laughs> that is a good sell already. Um, if you look, it's like an isometric, you look down, you control like your person, you run around on a map and you like basically try to survive. Like it's a survival zombie game, but you can play it together. And it's, it's like, it's very nuanced. It's kind of new. Like the, the graphics are simple because it's nuanced. Like you, you break into a house, you rummage through the house, you collect stuff, you try to survive, but the zombies are like very freaking deadly because like if it bites your arm, you start to bleed out and it's very hard to survive. And I think it would be really fun for us to try to like band together in this simple game. It's like 10 bucks and try to like survive. It's been getting a lot of buzz. It's been in like early access for like seven years now, but got a big recent update. <laughs> But if you want to play with me, I think it would be super fun for us to just try to try to play this game. It's been getting a lot of buzz lately. 
Um, so if you want to pick it up, it's like 10 bucks on Steam if you play on PC. Mm. So go look it up. That and uh, there's a game called... This is the other one I'm thinking about getting. There's a game called... Where is it? Um, have you heard of... Let me find it. Um, Ready or Not. Here, I'll post the link. I'll post the link in chat. So Ready or Not is is an intense tactical first-person shooter that depicts a modern-day world in which SWAT police units are called to defuse hostile and confrontational situations. So imagine, like, a more realistic um, Rainbow Six, where you actually have to, like, break into rooms, like, you have to coordinate with your group, and so, you have to... So, you're so like a SWAT, SWAT team. has to do on... Real life, yeah. It's like it's like like real life SWAT team where you have to actually like break into like break into a room and take down people, but not shoot the freaking hostages, and actually like like disarm the situation. It's what you do for a living, Rook. Wait, is that is really what you do? I'm sure you probably don't want to do that in your free time then, <laughs> unless you do, and then you can actually make help us out because you probably really know what you're doing. Um. So like, oh, that's gonna be so hard for the game, though. Like we're all used to just shooting everything, right? <laughs> that's why it seems Rook really cool. Time, Rook's too busy working out. It's too busy working out. Yeah, <laughs> the, to be on like a SWAT team, there's like insane like physical oh, so you, fitness wow. regimen. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. so this is like it, yeah, it, it plays by more like actual. I mean, I'm sure it's not super real, oh, like, actually realistic, but you you actually have to like like you know hold people up and read them their rights and then get them to like put their hands up and then like cuff them and like try not to actually shoot people and like and there's there's different scenarios some of them are more you know like you have an active shooter and so you're you're allowed to go in and take them down with lethal force but then there there's like a bomb threat situations where you have to go in and disarm the bombs like it seems really cool this this game's been getting a lot of buzz as well but if I have, if some of you guys want to play some of these things, I'd be, I'd be totally down for it because they seem like the kinds of things that a group of us would totally be able to play and really mess up and it would be hilarious. Oh. We'd probably oh, be really yes. bad at them. You play to see the comparison. Yeah, dude. Like if any of you guys pick these up, let me know. Let me know. I, I what I want to do is I want to get like a, a group of us who want to like play these kinds of things regularly and just try stuff out. I want like a, like a, like a regular squad just kind of playing stuff. On the on the non podcast squad. nights, squad, robot squad, so we can try this stuff out. That's what I want. I want to just and we'll stream them and and we'll you know do voice. The chat. hell are you looking at Genesis? I'm just seeing your facial expressions <laughs> and I'm worried. <laughs> She's looking at all the Witcher cards. Oh no, oh, I've seen all of them. Don't worry on that. I'm pretty sure there's four in our personal uh, between me and Genesis. Thanks, Bane. So oh, See you later, dude. Just two. It's just two. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no big deal, I guess. Toasty, how many are there total? Uh, T Rex. Uh, Maybe on the nights was, you don't work, T Rex. It was like. I think there's like 31. Ben, do you know? I think it's 31, right? Uh, I'm sure the internet I don't knows. In just Witcher 1. How many just Witcher uh, 1, one cards? Uh, how many Witcher like 1 20... cards? There's. T- what 22 23 or is there more than that uh, oh god i don't remember there are 20 19 optional cards and then one card that you can either get tris or shawnee 
Uh, and then I'm 19 sure. side quest missions. <laughs> Other side quests. No, my facial expressions were because I refreshed my download rate and I'm really, really happy with that number. So that's what that was. What is ah. it? What's the number? Um, 953. Nice. So we are hoping to hit a thousand before the end of the year. You're on track. Nice. We yeah, just hit five thousand on episode one, and I was like, "What the f- what the hell?" <laughs> that's no, that's cool. so awesome for you, Toasty. I really am, and that's why I joined tonight. Because one, you've been beastie for like ever now, <laughs> and I'm like, "Why am I not a patron?" And then I was looking at it, and I was like, "You know what? Sure, I'll join in. I may not be able to have full conversations about what happens in season two of the TV series, but I'm a, I've definitely put my time in the games. I've listened to all the books multiple times. I know favorite moment. I don't know why I feel like I need to justify me being here, but you'll, I'm here. You'll, you'll catch up with this with the show. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, I mean, real quick. Um. So, hey, those of you have time, I've been so damn busy that I, I, I just finished the last two episodes yesterday. So those of you who want to join me in games, um, on stream or not, not whenever the, the robots gaming gang section, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make that, I'm going to change permissions so that that is just a hundred percent public. So you don't actually have to have chosen any of the permission stuff. So robots gaming gang on the discord is like if you want to participate in stuff that's where i'm going to post stuff so i'll post the link for so project zomboid is in there and ready or not is in there and these are pc games and anything that uh isn't pc i'll post things in there as well because i've got i can always play xbox games too so um let me know if you pick up any of those games let me know if there's certain nights that are better for you to play games um the Regular podcast nights that are always podcast nights are Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays. But some of those nights after podcasts will be playing games. So like Thursday nights afterwards, we're going to play Elder Scrolls Online on PC because we're going to do our naked uh, or naked quest <laughs> challenge. So you're welcome to take off all your clothes and run around fight stuff in Elder Scrolls Online. So we're, we're doing a challenge where we're doing no clothes and no weapons and we're, we're running around as a giant squad of naked people just finishing all the quests in Elder Scrolls Online. We're going to see how long, how long it takes us to do it. But it's also especially great because it's an MMO, an MMO and we're just going to be running past people as a big squad of naked people just doing quests and people are going to be like, what the heck? What are all these naked people doing? I, I need y'all to challenge literally anyone y'all see to duel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should probably do that as well. That would be funny. Uh, yeah, his name is Sweet Rolls the Naked Nord. That's my character. Sweet Rolls the Naked Nord. Yeah, Tom, he's got I some have sweet a rolls. He's he's big and fat, so he's got some sweet rolls. All right, guys, I have Dear to go God. eat dinner. Bye, Jen. I'll see you on the Discord. Oh, yeah, it's super Much love early to you yeah. all. Yeah. Bye, Ben. Bye, Bye Toasty. Bye, Tom. See ya. Um. So yeah. So the first two episodes of that are up. We've already cleared like one and part of a zone what was your what was your question toasty were you gonna ask something well because i know i know uh you tend to like all like those silly things or whatever how often (laughs) do you have your alexa fart 
I don't. I haven't tried that. Do I need to try that? You need to try that. Echo, fart. Echo, fart. She doesn't know that one. Say, say fart for me. Echo, it usually works. fart for me. Random. <laughs> she just makes fart noises, and she's like, "That was a lovely one. That was a muffled one." Yeah, As that's for, what a relaxed for one. mine. For mine, Echo, I tried to because I remember seeing it on TikTok. I did it the other day, and I asked, and I got one. And then uh, <laughs> there was she was like, "Ask me for a, a a long and loud one," and so I did. And then she was like, "Now ask me for a a, a short squelchy one." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, great. What? That's great. I haven't tried that she before. She just gives all these suggestions of yeah. like try this one. It's so good. That's awesome. Oh, oh you know what you so could good. do? You know what you could do is you could like t set up a timer, but as the alarm, tell her to fart instead. Oh my god. Oh. And then just like like set it up so that she farts at your wife when your wife doesn't expect it. Oh. Yeah, that would that would be good. I should I should do. I need to buy another one. And then your wife would be <laughs> like sitting there. Room. She'd be like sitting there watching TV, and all of a sudden she'd hear a fart from behind her, and she'd be like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> what was that?" Uh, I, I have I have all. I've been working or messing with the routines or whatever. So like uh -huh. I had that one that I started with, where it just turns my lights red, mm -hmm. and then it has a wolf howl. Ooh. And I was like, yeah, uh, that, that, yeah. that works. That yeah. works. I tried to get it to where it played like part of like a music clip or something, or if I could find the sound for like the level up on in Witcher three, mm -hmm. but uh, it's a very complicated process that I'm going to try and figure out mm. may not even be possible. Who knows? Yeah. We've, we've collected um, enough lights over the last, I don't know, three or four or five years now that we have lights in all the main rooms at least. So all the rooms are connected um so we can just talk to the we have alexas in each of the rooms so we can just tell each of the rooms to turn on and they also have like routines so they'll turn off at a certain time at night um and they turn on at a certain time at night so even if we're not home like the lights turn on and off like we're home which is kind of safer um oh but then because it seems like somebody's home because the lights are on right um poop noodle <laughs> what is that <laughs> um that's hilarious um and then also, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, when somebody donates money or becomes a member on on my YouTube streams, the lights in here blink like they go off and on. And sometimes it triggers before the actual notification pops up. So I'll know that somebody donated. I'm like, oh, what's happening? Something somebody did something. What's happening? And then the notification pops up. And I'm like, oh, cool. Um, so that's fun. Uh, what else did we do? Um, oh, there's some apps where the lights will actually uh, blink in rhythm to music and that you can connect it to, to Spotify, which is really cool. So you can mm. have it like, like if you're playing music, you can have like the lights kind of strobe. I might cool be, stuff. I mean, I'd probably be able to do something because I know there's like weird effects and stuff that I can do from the app for the light bulbs in particular. Mm -hmm. So like I can do like a, like a blinking effect or like candle light or romantic lighting or something uh -huh. where it's more specifically like, like the candlelight one just turns them orange, but then they kind of like flicker they flicker a little bit off yeah. and on a little bit, yeah, kind like of like there's, uh, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that is pretty cool. Also, if you put some behind your TV 
there's apps that will connect to um, the colors, the predominant colors on the TV so that it like lights the wall behind the TV. Oh, I think I've seen videos of that where people play like games and stuff and just like shows the lights on the round of it. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I, this is definitely something that's going to become a, a thing now where I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm still working on designing kind of my office. I haven't really done a whole lot with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's fine. It's fun. It's good times. I've got Christmas lights over there. They're blinking. They're blinking. That's a little Christmas tree thing there. But yeah. I have trees. Literally, I have probably like my mom put like eight trees up in the house. Eight? Yeah, dude, there's like one in every corner. It's ridiculous. But like small trees, right? Oh no, I have like one, two, three, four big trees. <laughs> You live in a forest. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I live out in the country, so it's like oh, no one can see them. <laughs> ben, Ben is the Leshen here. Okay, you are the Leshen. Okay. Hmm. Well, we well we've learned what ha- season two showed us what happens when witchers get turned into Leshens. So yeah, I guess well, that won't be me. I'm more prepared now. <laughs> well, we found out from Lesnar yet to kill it with fire in the heart. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Fire in the heart. That's what works. Yep. All right, Rex. Have a good night. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I should probably head out too. Guys, this was awesome. Thanks for... This has been fun. Yeah, it's been a nice uh, refresher from uh, all the family oh, stuff. Oh, <laughs> one note that I didn't want to say on the podcast that I really... I, <laughs> I'm i I'm a terrible person. I've learned this in like every game that I play whenever we do like consent sheets and stuff. Everyone always specifically talks about like do not harm children like like in everything they're like we don't want to see any harm to children but something about a show showing you that they don't give a fuck about children, uh-huh. <laughs> that they're willing to go to yeah. it, it, it like any extent i don't know like it that was pretty crazy what they did with the babies i was like oh they killed a baby that's oh, pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty the, the crazy season. yeah and i was yeah. like oh oh she, See, she, I thought it was just the one, what? and I was like, "Okay, this is going to no, become like whole pretty town. real." And then it's like, "Oh no, she just murdered an entire town's worth of babies." That's pretty dark. So they're showing just yeah, how dark this show is probably going to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's down. I don't recall her ever being that dark. She was not very significant, and no, that's a good point. That's uh, like a lot of these things is like a lot of making the, other characters more, more significant than they ever were true which is nice kind of like what the games did like they they yeah. brought in a lot of like characters that were in the books like hey they're gonna have a bigger role now that's the other thing. like they're taking a lot of like they're make, doing their own ideas but they're taking like the games and the books like kind of matching them together yeah, yeah. that's great I, and something else that oh, man. they are just like you know what we're gonna have the most gorgeous women ever on the show this is what <laughs> we're gonna have right here because like it's netflix they have the money yeah but like i've never even heard of and i get that some of them are like european actors so i'm really not going to know about them but honestly like like philippa's actress i don't know who that is but that is a gorgeous woman like she showed up for real and i was like wow let's be honest the only person they needed to kick off the show was henry cavill 
everybody else is like, hey, we're going to get other yeah, people. Yeah, but everyone else is killing it, though. Yeah, they That's are. That's the thing. They're killing it. And they even have, like, one-shot actors who are absolutely destroying their role. Like, the the annoying merchant from the last episode of season one, mm-hmm. who literally will never be seen again in this show, but it doesn't matter because he killed his role. As yeah. <laughs> um, Henry Cavill, if I think they have the behind the on netflix now he talks about mm-hmm. how he like for season two specifically for Geralt as a character that they di- he didn't want him to be the stoic strong type he wanted him to have more emotion mm-hmm. and a lot more depth to his character just like how the books and the games perceive him um because like that's he's like season one was fun it was great but i don't i want to talk more i want to be not just the grumpy looking dude who just looks awesome and just kills things. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. I kind of wish I hadn't like there was, there was the moment for the last like part of the last episode where I wished I didn't have the knowledge that I did. Cause I can't imagine what the Tom, what was the reveal like for your wife? She's never, she's never, she fell fell asleep. Like what were the reveals? She fell asleep. asleep. So this is what she does. We get get like two or three episodes in and then she nods off. And so I end up watching I'm like that though. I can't blame her. I can't like, if it's late, I will fall asleep. So she went back and watched it, but I was like on the computer working when she, so I didn't get to see her reaction. But did she like come in? She was like, what? Or like anything? She she never, she never reacts like that. So she, I, I, it, what would have happened is I would have looked at her and gone, what? Like that. And she would have looked at me and gone and went, and she probably would have just went like, she probably would have, like, with, with how, I guess with how smart your wife is, she probably would have picked up on it. Cause they did make a very big hint of it when, when oh, yeah. Siri was having her little dream thing she or whatever, he never disintegrated. She probably would have said something well, to, that, the, to the line of, get, you so, see who, him so more. who are they? And she, I mean, she would have put, she would have pieced together some of the details, but she ultimately would have just said something like, okay, so who are they now? Oh, I don't know that she, okay. like my it's, dad it's, kind like, guessed yeah. it towards the end. It's like, oh, here's the reveal. Well, he doesn't. Oh, I knew it. It, yeah, was like a, it was like a thing. Like it was like all but, these, all these people that we know are dead are disintegrating, but Dooney's not disintegrating here. Like at no point, like his hands don't even turn anything. He's just there, and it was like, okay. Well, then just like just showing his character. Oh, that reveal! I thought you were talking about whole... the. I thought you were talking about the wild hunt. Well, oh, that that too, yeah, that but too. also the the she, Dooney stuff because yeah, yeah. I imagine that was a big reveal for a lot of people who were watching it with no knowledge. She did, she did mention that she was like she said something. I don't remember what she said, but she said something like so uh, so. Uh, her dad huh or something like that and i was like i was like yeah and so now we know why they're so interested in her and she, she was like yeah <laughs> I was yeah my like dad's like oh i knew it was her dad and i was like yeah and i was like what did you already know i was like dad i read the books what what, what are you looking at me we, for? we I already knew, knew. <laughs> for Plus, anyone who hasn't read the books but has played the witcher 3 you find out within like three seconds <laughs> oh yeah right. so you find out right after valen it's like oh hey it's serious father okay cool before like, Velen. yeah like and then like he, he's he's a bastard in the show he's gonna be ba- he's the bastard of the book so yeah they've made a lot things. of vulnerable characters though that's the thing so i'm wondering what they're gonna do with him 
True. Although to be fair, he was the one that killed the baby. So that's to a point. It makes him pretty bad. <laughs> they, they, I'm curious how f- dark they're going to get with it. I feel like this show is going to get a lot they darker. Prop up the Ki- they got to prop up the Kyrie storyline. Oh, good point. Yeah. But they got like to wait. Well, it's a while no. away, but they yeah, still got to say, that's propel like him towards Carol. So that's like, that's the thing I'm most excited for. Yeah. Like the, the group. When Regis shows up, that'll be sick. Yeah. Oh, that's what I really I'm, I'm honestly, the most thing I'm excited for is seeing uh, Yaskier interacting with um, uh, Zoltan. Once they get a Zoltan, I want to see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one scene that I... I did like the dwarves throwing up this season. The little, yeah. the little bit of like... Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit of Yarpin. Yeah. Yarpin. Yeah. Yarpin yeah. showing up. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Wish they like had a He's all like, and they're like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think there'll be a bigger part. There's like a, they're a bigger part in the next, I think, the yeah. next season when they do the other half of Blood of They'll probably, I would imagine they'll probably bring in like, hey, the Square Toe is now a thing in this season. Yeah, they weren't like, thinking this season. Oh, they're like, oh, we're part enough. They, they, like, this what? was the origins of the Scoyatel. Yeah, this is like them starting with with Francesca and the rest of them. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. The one the scene that I want, like it's a specific scene, and if they never do it, I will be very upset. But I need Siri to murder a bunch of people while ice skating. That's what I really need. That's not like to way later, isn't it, though? I know, but I still need that at some point that. during this series. <laughs> if they don't do that, I'll be upset because I just want to see her like in badass uh, mode, just mowing people down. Just seeing yeah, her in action. That's what that scene well, is. Yeah, but it's the only scene that. where you, in the books, there's not. Was it not? Oh no! There's only the one scene. She's always running away, or she's by herself. Right. <laughs> Boy, she was with a group of bandits for a bit. Yeah, but she didn't do anything really crazy. True for that. Um, I don't know. That'll be really weird. But yeah, the ice skate one is cool because didn't she like take a guy's like both his hands off by using the skates? I'm pretty sure she just straight massacred like <laughs> two dozen people while ice skating, and that's like that's cool for anyone. Yeah. Like she's like, I have this one particular skill that I learned when I was a child. <laughs> this is my leg up in this <laughs> situation. Learned, Otherwise, I, I went to Skellig- Skellige. Thank God I went to Skellige and learned how to ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. So, All right, guys. goodbye. I'm gonna get going too. Bye, everybody. See ya. See you guys later.